Shit Dad Podcast. G'day, g'day. Welcome to episode 48 of the Shit Dad Podcast, where we normalise those parenting mistakes and breaks while talking all things fatherhood. I'm Nick, married father of a three, five and now seven-year-old. And how much better are kids' birthday parties when you don't have to clean up? <laughs> that was... <laughs> no... Con- Newest dad hack. That's my, new, that's my new dad hack. Mate, no clean up ever is yeah, spot on. Exactly. It's the best thing but it ever. But you have to cost... It, like, it costs money. Yeah. You have to pay. Yeah. Pay for the privilege. I get that. Mm. It's fucking worth it. <laughs> Every cent. <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, you're, I'm Dave, uh, father of two wonderful girls, a three-year-old and a three-and-a-half-month-old. Um, and it's almost time to fucking mulligan. Again? We were just talking about this last week. Yeah, but it's just it's just getting there now. I just went out with the with the young one, which comes in later on in the show, and I was like, Fuck. Just wading through. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck this. This is, meant to be, this is meant to be winter. This is meant to be my <laughs> This is meant to be my off season, right? I don't mean to rub it in, Dave, but I haven't mowed in almost six weeks. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. My lawn does look like shit compared to yours, but, but <laughs> still, I, I it's also, worth it this time of year. Yeah, but I also pay someone um, to come and spray it and make it looking yeah, nice and green. Nah, and, not for me, dog. Nah. I want to pay someone to mow it, so I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> so anyone uh, who might have some uh, sons who are about... Uh, Swing a 15. shout out. Let us know. Yep, definitely. Yep. Now, we're without Cam again this week, but we've got you some top-notch chew to dig your teeth into this week. Um, stay on board and tell your mates because we have some cracking guests. We've got mm-hmm. two cracking guests lined up for the next two weeks. Okay, um, yeah, we're not, we're not going to give anything away, but you will not be disappointed. Episode 49 and episode 50. Ooh, the big 5-0. Oh, so good. What a milestone. Oh. I can't believe we've made it this far, Dave. No, mate, it's it's been a journey. Yeah. It's been fucking unreal too. Yep. Self-discovery and all yeah, that. Yeah, good. You know how it is. Uh, but let's kick it off with some dad jokes. Oh, dad jokes. You got any this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got um, a pretty average one, but it's it's one. I good mean, they're dad jokes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. What would doors go well on social media? don't know. Everyone looks for their handle. Oh, yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. I've got one. Uh, what's the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts? Beer nuts are a couple of bucks and deer nuts are under a buck. <laughs> Glad you didn't get in a salty line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to shout out uh, Jimmy and Nate on uh, hit B105 oh, morning yeah. show on Saturday mornings for that one because I just pissed myself in the car. <laughs> Mel and the kids were looking at me like I was foreign, but yeah, yeah. good fun. That's good. <laughs> so what happened with you this week, mate? Mate, um, oh, what happened? Teeth. Teeth, and it's early too. Like I looked it up, and I was just trying to remember what Miss Three, what she went. I think she had eight teeth by eight months, and that's that's fucking early. That's a lot, yeah. But now Miss Three and a half months has got her two bottom ones already. Oh yeah, both out. And I was like, fuck. Lots of tears, lots of whinging. Oh, she's not too bad. Just drool, and then just constant like anything and everything in her mouth, like fingers constantly. Mm. So this kid. so you flat out with when, like with teething kids. You flat out yeah. thinking, are you going to vomit or are you teething? Because oh. it's the same sort of spit that comes out of the mouth just before you vomit. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. So no, nah, but she's been a trooper. Just um, bit of Panadol here and there. Yep. But yeah, mate, I'm just sitting there. You forget. Yeah. She's only, as I said, I was only three. Mm. It's like, fuck. What are we doing? Like it's <laughs> all new, foreign again. I'm yeah. like, Oh fuck, are we doing the right thing? What? Are you teething? How like, uh, your gap's about two years, right? Oh, uh, just over. That's a pretty a good, like yeah. yeah. You'd hate to be have like a nine-year-old kid and then straight back to the baby years. So if there's anyone listening who is in that situation, oh, yeah, get in know. touch because I'd love to know how you adapted. What about your week? <laughs> right. So my little fella, my oldest fella, my oldest little fella turned seven. Big so boy now. Big shout out to the the big dog. So we went to an indoor play center nice. where you just take your own sort of cake and um, you just pay for a couple of platters and you walk out at the end of it a happy person because you're like, I don't have to do anything. I'm going to go home and crack a beer. And how many times you go down the big slide? Oh, I behaved. Oh, no, yeah. I, like yeah. I thought about it. I, was, I wasn't embarrassed. I was going to do it. And then I just got talking to the dad. So dad life, you get get talking. It starts a small talk and then you you hit a relationship of some sort and you, yeah. Yeah, you keep going. It's you good. Go. That's yep. right. 
doing the rounds with the dads. But yeah, I was um, just being a, a bit of a general pest as well, really. Um, I'm that dad at the party that riles the kids up yeah. and like feeds them sugar so they go home like, f- like absolutely pinging. Yep. Um, I got one kid to eat his birthday cupcake with no hands. So he wasn't allowed to use hands because he was one of the um, the brothers of the kids that came. Oh, so he was a bit so, older. And I was oh, like, okay. the only way you're having a cupcake is if you eat it with no hands. Mum and dad both looked at me and I was like, and they go, you fucking dog. <laughs> they were not happy. But yeah, they, they're like, he'll do it. He'll he'll do it. And he yeah. did. He he came up looking like Bo- uh, Bruce Bogtrotter off oh, Matilda. Yeah. yeah. Dead set. Chocolate cake everywhere. But it was he, sick. But he smashed that cupcake. Oh, he <laughs> went to town. He was eating the paper. Yeah, sicko. Oh, what a trooper, though. Now, I've got a question for you, Dave. So, hit me. Do you think, when it comes to kids' birthday parties, does does the dad sort of have to run it? Like, are you lighting the candles? Are you singing, like, leading the chorus of happy birthday? And most importantly, are you the one that has to say hip hip before everyone yells out hooray? Yeah. That's the biggest question I have for you. All right. So, start with Am I the organizer? No. No, fuck no. No, okay. Definitely not. Yep. I'm definitely the – I'm going to talk to everybody yep. um, to try to minimise the How much work I, I do. do. Yeah. But then I'm also someone who will go, hey, can you just do this? To oh, a, you're a delegator. To a, yeah, to a reliable friend. <laughs> <laughs> a reliable. I use that. Yeah, That's yeah. why I never ask anything at the most recent parties. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no, so – Delegate a couple of the things like, hey, can you take some photos and then yeah. you throw it to me later? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, no, nah, and then. I don't know one dad that is good at taking photos though. So that's got to be a reliable mum friend. Yeah, correct. Like, correct. I will, I'll be in charge of taking photos, but they're not going to be good and they're probably not going to be many. No, the only, yeah. yeah, I said, the only good photo I seem to take is when someone says, hey, can you take a photo? And I turn to selfie and then just take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> The stitch up. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, nice. oh, fuck, that's cool. Um, yeah. Other one, lighting candles. Lighting candles, yep. Oh, yes. You're the birthday if, guy. Yeah, if it's there, cool. Yeah. And if not. So that's not a specific dad job? Nah, I don't think so. I think mm. it's whoever's just right then and there at the time. Now the big one. The hip hip. Yep. Are yeah. you hip hip? Yeah. If you're the dad, you're the hip hip. If someone else's dad says hip hip before me, I'm walking out the door. Oh. At my own kid's birthday. I'll just get loud at the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, that's a good shout. Yeah, all right. So the less aggressive way of doing it. Yeah, yeah good. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then afterwards, you just give them the stand like, fucking serious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you stare them down like the, <laughs> they've just robbed your house. <laughs> I'm, not getting, I'm not opening that desk for you now. Fuck off. You're not getting any beers. Go, get go, go away. All right. Oh, 10 minute drive to BWS. <laughs> off you go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for me, right, you better go. believe that you're, you're yelling out hip hip. Yeah. Yeah. So and and everyone is waiting for yep. you to lead that shit. It's the most awkward thing at a party. Yeah, especially kids one when no one takes that lead on the hip hip. If no, like if there's a dad, if the kid's dad, yeah, isn't the most outgoing person. Yeah, it, it happens, and you're like, do I do it? Hmm. Usually it's mum hip hip, and yeah. you're like, oh, you poor bastard. Yeah, what are you doing to yourself? I get. Give yourself an uppercut. I don't know about you, but sometimes at parties where you know that that's going to happen, yeah, I sit there and I like. I'm like almost anxiety starts kicking in. <laughs> am I gonna? Do I have to step in? Am I gonna am do I, the hip hip? Am I yeah, like okay. coming in? Like, what am I doing? Am I the? No, no. Just, just fucking contain yourself, Dave. Just, go back to, just go back to the desk. You're not driving today. Love it. <laughs> now we've actually got a um, a guest that we want to talk to um, this episode. Um, Tommy from the Alpha Blokes podcast, who yeah, good. is going to come on and talk all things Alpha Dad. So we've got Tommy on the line from Alpha Blokes podcast. How you going, mate? Good boys, what's happening? Oh, not much, man. We've just um just put the kids to bed, and now we're we're talking tonight about some alpha dad stuff. Um, and we yeah. thought, who better to talk to than the one of the boys from the Alpha Blokes? Yeah, first of, one. first of all, though, happy birthday to your little man. I hear he's uh he's had a birthday over the weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, not long ago, mate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> turned three. So um, close enough. But. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, random like apple park. Put me on the spot there, but yeah, just fucking not long ago. <laughs> <laughs> not long ago, but no, nah, it is it is it is crazy, mate. How uh, how fast time goes, you know? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, when you when you had him, mate. Like we were just having Ollie's fourth birthday. It was pretty hectic. That's on. That has gone yeah. so quick. No, but, it has, man. But um, yeah, mate. So apart from the the shitstorm that you've gone through, that we're talking off air. 
Um, although yeah. there has been a bit of um, bit of a positive for you, being able being able to uh, isolate a bit and clear the head noise, which is what you boys are about. I imagine a lot on your podcast. Yeah, yeah, mate. It has been good. Like, like we talked about off air, it's a bit of a situation at the moment where you know the team at home's crook with the old spicy cough, and uh, it's one of those things you need to make a decision with your wife. You know what you're going to do to monitor if you can be a part. And, uh, you know, with the holidays and pay and stuff like that. And, yeah, I've been lucky enough to sort of have the place down at Agnes here that I can go to and go and pick the young fella up who's been through his period and spend a few days with him before I go out to work, mate. So you got to try and take the positives out of situations, eh? And, um, you know, at least I got to see one of them for a couple of days. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. Spend some quality time with yeah. the little man. That's gold. Um, yeah, a bit of, bit of father-son time. Hasn't been a veggie touched in uh, two days. So <laughs> Mum will be pumped. <laughs> not not yeah. even a couple of potatoes? No. <laughs> oh, I suppose chips. Yeah. yeah. You've been eating meat bix for breakfast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, eh? Hey, um, I had uh, my, my little fella's seventh birthday over the weekend and we were just talking about um, things dads must do at a party and I think yep. the thing that led the charge was the uh, the old happy birthday song slash hip hip. If you're not saying hip hip for everyone else to yell out hooray, <laughs> yeah, that's as weak as it comes. Yeah, that's right. If mum's doing that, you need to take a good art look at yourself. <laughs> have a look well, in the mirror. Even another dad is you'd have to mirror it. You'd have to have a word. That's yeah. what I was we saying. Just, yeah, we just spoke about that one. If so. another dad tries to out alpha you and and throw a oh. hip hip in there, you you're sort of giving him an uppercut off to the side or yeah, dig, digging the elbow into the ribs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that that's spot on, mate. And do you have to hand your, do you have to hand your dad card in if you don't light the candles? Yeah, probably. Well, it depends on the situation. Like, if you're holding the kid, I don't know. It's, mm. it's situational. But I definitely think leading the charge on the chance one and maybe taking all the presents to the car in one hit, similar to the groceries yes. into the house. Yeah. The old Ronnie Coleman you know? carry, yep. That's right. Yep. All about the one trip. So That's pretty yeah. – that's definitely our follow like that. Yeah. That's what we're about, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> you, you're thinking to yourself, Alpha, but you're telling the wife efficiency. That's yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, do, you need hand with this, do you need a hand with this, mate? No, I fucking got it. No, right? I got this. I got <laughs> this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you just watch the kids, all right? Um, yeah, right. <laughs> now, yeah, I wanted right. to get Tommy's two cents um, on a couple yeah. of alpha, alpha things that um, you would sort of expect or be expected mm. to be able to achieve as a dad. Um, mate. And, yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think my biggest one, man, barring an injury or a disability, you should be able to run around, be active and play in the backyard with your kids. Like, I think if you can't because you're overweight or because you pound a 40-pack of durries a day, take a mirror to bed and fucking wake up yourself. First of all, that uh, saying's fucking goal. <laughs> yeah. But oh second God, of all, totally agree with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm saying barring, like, obviously people have got conditions. You might have a blown-out knee from footy or whatever and this sort of thing. Yeah. But I just feel like if you're just sitting there, you know, it's like you're robbing your, your kid of those memories out in the yard with your dad, you know? Yeah, totally agree. It just shits me, mate. Yeah. Saying that sort of thing. But even so, if you do have an injury, there's, there's ways around it, you know? Like, if you've oh, got a blown-out knee, yeah. you can bloody... Throw like you still got two yeah, working yeah, arms, that's eh? right. yeah. Exactly, man. I just, yeah, I just feel like you should always make time or or be be able to do that sort of stuff with your kid because that's some of the stuff that I remember as a kid with my old man. You know, mm. like that's the good shit. Yeah. So, so if, this is the yeah. only time you should be able to fat shame someone. Yeah, oh, mate, that's the best kind of fat shaming to me. You know, yeah, there's there's situations where fat shaming isn't right and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a massive one for me, man. If if that's someone's you know reason, then that's just bullshit. Yeah. But um, I feel I feel like fat shaming is an excuse sometimes as well to to feel better about being fat as well. Like I know some people have proper problems with it, but at the end of the day, it's not the same as someone having an actual um. Thing they can't do anything about. Mm. I don't really care what anyone says. You can make an effort and lose some weight. If like for example, the last what the last month I've been on the man shake or whatever. Yeah. And I think I started 102 kilos and I'm at 97, and that was in a month. I'm just so just doing the man shake. Just, and I did not get out of a walk. Yeah. So for anyone out there, any blokes or dads or whatever. Yeah. 
it's literally you just don't do something. You don't even have to do anything. Just make and, um, you can make a change for your fucking kids, mate. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Like, do it for the kids. Yeah, I just I just dropped a bit of midweek piss, a few less on the weekend, like the mm. beers. Still have a few, yep. a few jamos here and there, but I've dropped yep. close to fucking eight in about yeah, you know, yeah in awesome, a month mate. or so. And yeah, I, I carry, actually I fluctuate. And you definitely don't get out of a jog. No, out, fucking out of a walk. Do and not. So, and see, this is this is a thing for me too, lads. It's like I. I don't want to be this deadly fit person and anything like that. And and sometimes I go on a bit of a binge with fast food or whatever and piss and stuff like that. But I think it's just you need to realize yourself when you're feeling shit and you go, right, I know I'm a bit pushing it here. That's when you need to do like a month of right, cut it back yep. to cut yourself back and then do whatever you want again. But as long as you can realize when you'll get to that point where you go, right, I don't I'm melted up, candle dude, now. it's going to be a pain. Exactly. It's going to be a pain in the ass if I don't nip it in the ass. Yeah, totally agree, mate. Totally agree. What else have you got for us, Tommy? Anything else a dad mate, should know? I think, yeah, I reckon so. Setting a good example for your kids, even if it isn't cool. Like, I think shame shouldn't really exist for a dad. No. So, like, God, no. Um, for example, mate, like taking the bikes for a spin at the park today. A young fella got a bike for his birthday. I don't have a bike, but uh, mum's got a bike down at Agnes here. She's a purple old beauty. Um, Rusty is all fucked and there's a um, a purple helmet that goes with it so <laughs> off we go got the like tyres pumped up and stuff and I just whacked the old purple uh, helmet on the dome no. and um, you know and off we go you know and I just think if you don't run a helmet straight away they look at that and think one day oh, I won't need one and yeah. you can guarantee a lot of blokes in that position wouldn't have chucked a helmet on no and I just feel like you just need to go, who gives a shit? You yeah. need to. If it's not cool, make it cool, you know? In, the, in that case, I did see your Instagram post. Like, that <laughs> helmet That helmet was, first of all, looked ridiculous. <laughs> Second of all, that was doing fuck all. <laughs> so it, that was all for show, mate. <laughs> mate, it's all for the young folks. Yeah, all for show. That's, yeah, exactly. That's what, <laughs> so yeah, fair play, mate. <laughs> fair play. That's a yeah, proper carry And the... And the the actual bike chain itself, man, because it's been sitting in the old sea breeze down here. Yeah, nice. It was rusted as fuck, yep. so it wouldn't even work. So I was on an adult balance bike as well. Just to <laughs> add to it. That's so, so good. So, yeah, she was, a, she was just an all-round carry-on. But, yeah, I just think in those sort of positions, mate, when you're setting an example for your kids or showing them the right way to do things, it yep. just doesn't matter what other people think. Even, even if you've got a way that you raise your kid, mate, and you're out in public and they're throwing a tantrum, fucking Rain stick in. with what you believe in mate because mm. you know otherwise if you change the way you, your parent however that may be um, just based on your kid cracking a tantrum or cracking a tantrum and you know mm. you might get embarrassed or whatever yeah it, it, which is a hard one too that is fuck super when they're hard isn't it sometimes yeah. but yeah I think that's pretty important I reckon though in the shops yeah what about you Adam, Benson Tommy like um it's fucking parents who understand. Like mm. they sit. Like we, we spoke about it before. We see a kid chucking a tantrum. Yeah. We're like, fuck, mate. I feel for you. No one's oh, judging no, the parent. Exactly right. no. Parents don't. No, exactly. Judge them. Yeah. Not it's, not it's, one person is going. Yeah. Oh, just give them the lolly. But I agree. No, no I agree are, to an extent. Yeah. I do. An, I do agree to an extent. But if your kids making a scene because they're not getting a lolly or carrying on, yeah. <laughs> you don't like let the whole shop see that. You don't like. No. You don't let them put on a put on a show for the food court. You like you pick them up. You fucking get them out of the way. You go take them somewhere. hundred oh, percent. Take them somewhere yeah, quiet. You don't let them fucking oh, yeah. kick and scream on the floor of the fucking food court. No, no, I don't do that. It'd be like if for an example would be I reckon if it was me and the missus out somewhere, I'd probably take him out. You know, take him somewhere else go and a have walk. a word to him or yeah. sort it out. You know, yeah. But everyone, everyone, uh, you know, does things in their own way. I think so. Yeah. That sort of leads me on to the next one, Tommy. With um, we, we talk a bit about healthy masculinity, um, and you've hit the yeah. nail on the head with everything you've said. Setting the good example, no matter how stupid you look, um, or, or basically being alpha without trying to be alpha. Um, yeah. When it comes to parenting, but do you see dads around that try to be too alpha, and that they just try oh. to be too macho? Mate, I think so. It's a similar thing, and this isn't even parenting, but it's like brings you back to blokes who are too cool to have a dance on the piss or something. No, you know, you've got to be having a like, dance on the piss. 
you know, it's a similar things like that or, or they they wouldn't, you know, have a tea party with their daughter and their friends or something like that mm. because they're fucking, they're too much of a bloke. Like, pull your head in, mate. Yeah. That, that, that sort of shit. <laughs> Who's watching? You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Who gives a shit? Mm. Exactly. <laughs> like, my, like my little girl, she's she's a bit over one. And, mate, I'll have a tea party with her any day of the week. Yeah, definitely. So when, when, she's, when she gets to that age, you know? That's healthy masculinity right there. 100% men. 100%. Definitely. You want your daughter to be able to do just everything with you. Mm-hmm. You know, involve you, involve you with everything. And if you're just the blokey bloke who watches footy and that's it, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. you yeah. got to be involved in your daughter's life too. Even your son, he might not be in the footy. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's yeah. Just, just showing the kids one dimension. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, yeah, exactly. it's, so fun. It's, it's just horrible because that's it. You, your boys grow up thinking, oh, fuck, I need to sit on the couch and watch, drink piss and watch footy. Yeah. And the girls exactly. are like, oh, yeah, oh, okay, so the, the, the guys just sit there and drink piss and watch footy. Yeah, that's you know, right. Yeah, and mate, and mate, as much as I, as much as I do hope my young fella plays footy, that'd be awesome. Yeah, if he yeah. wants to do whatever other sport he wants, yeah. go for it. I'm not going to be pushing him into anything. Totally like agree. I'd say, he probably will end up playing footy. But if he says to me, Dad, I don't want to play footy, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, just give it a go, just just go and do it. It's like, mate, too easy. He'll be able to play whatever he wants. Yeah, I'll um I'll agree with that to the extent of dancing. Not because it's not man, not because it's not manly, not at all. If he wants to do that, that's fine. If it's fucking free, because I'm still hearing about from the in-laws how fucking expensive it is to be a dancer, and I'm like, yeah, nah, not about it. Yeah, nah, that's fucking play on actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, there's, there's a couple yeah, of sports cool. I would love my kids to get into. Yeah, fucking golf or tennis. Yeah, yeah. make some money <laughs> yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, real good. That's a go. Yeah, I just <laughs> drive I just, around behind them in the buggy. Fucking exactly right, mate. They just think about that sinking beers. <laughs> Imagine P. Smith's fucking dad at the moment. He's over there winning fucking masters or whatever Sick, it is. Yeah. Just fucking riding the coattails, drinking the piss with him while he's on the course. It'd be fucking beautiful. What? While yeah. we're on the topic of golf. Why do the people that make the most money walk seem stupid? It does seem a little bit odd. Like, like why the here's here's the battlers just driving around like kings, and the people on millions have to walk. Yeah, all these other elite athletes are like training year round, <laughs> busting their ass, yeah. and like all their bodies are broken down by the time they're like thirty three, and these golfers are only yeah. hitting their peak at like forty. Look, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you on a golf course, though, Tommy. But mate, ha- could you imagine trying to walk if you didn't hit the ball straight like these guys? Oh yeah. No, no, no way, man. I, I was actually, I was at, we were at Mirrenvale, like where I live at the moment, and I remember when I first went down there, I said to the father-in-law, I'm like, oh, we'll go for a hit of golf, eh? And he's like, yeah, yeah, right on. I was like, yeah, we'll go halves in the buggy, and he's like, no buggies. I said, no golf. <laughs> also, Miriam Val, you like, want a buggy too. I've played that course and you are getting swooped by every bird imaginable. <laughs> it's a shit of a trap. Yeah, man, I, just, you know, I do enjoy a hit, but sometimes when you squirt, like, you know, squirrel them off the side of the fairway or whatever, it's bad enough driving to it. So, yeah. <laughs> you say it's so, embarrassing enough say, without walking. You say sometimes this fucking. Most shots. Fucking every shot. I may as well throw the ball. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, one more uh, one more serious one from me, mate. Um, is, yeah. is the discipline side of things, uh, yeah. in, in your humble opinion, should kids be a little bit, just the tiniest bit scared of their dad? The tiniest bit. Uh, Not like yeah, yeah. dad no, like shouting I, over him. Yeah. No, no, I, I think they should, mate. I, I like, well, not should, but I think it's, it's not like it's an unhealthy thing as they are because, no. like, genuinely, in my opinion anyway, the dad's the, the uh, let's say, man of the house, obviously, but I mean the, the person who rules a roost there while they're under him sort of thing in a way. So I think, you know, it's only healthy that that person in that position is respected. I think that's more of a word to use is respect. Mm-hmm. I think they should have a healthy respect for dad. Yeah. And, you know, when dad is serious, dad's serious sort of thing, you yeah. know. But I think a lot of dads may overuse that or come to the... Oh, 100%. It should never be. It should never be a thing from mum as well. I think you need to work together and... Yeah. I don't ever think it should be a wait till your father gets home yeah, sort no. of thing because then they're using you as a scare tactic and that's not on. No. Um, you know, but I do think that there should be that little thing there because you are sort of the 
that, I don't know, alpha figure in that in that um, household or whatever. I feel like family. I feel like if I raise my voice, the kids, my my kids are bananas. But if I raise yeah. my voice, they they at least know they've they've reached the line and they've they've probably hundred percent, mate. Yeah, that that's a good one there. I reckon if you if you if you get serious, your kids know what's up, and that like that's that's the same thing in my my situation, man. I don't need to hit my kids. No, me getting me raising my voice, and they know when I'm serious. That's enough, man. You know, yeah. there's there's ways to get around it now, and I think that if you use it correctly and not all the time like a turbo, I think it's a very like a tool that you can use in your parenting, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'm getting to a bit later on in the episode, but um, when it yeah. comes to discipline, if they're not crossing the line, there's no reason to yell you, or there's no reason to raise your voice. There's no reason to smack. You should be at all times just be talking lightly. Like just get – Yeah, calm. yeah. You don't right, have to mate. get yeah, down yeah. on their level, but you just have to be calm, a calm figure. I calm. Yeah, yeah calm yeah, is that's word right. there. Definitely. And uh, yeah. Tommy, mate, I think the best way to finish it off would be to um, – come into something that you guys spoke about on your last episode of the Alpha Blokes podcast where you mentioned that a dad must when it comes to backyard cricket um, be able to do something fucking bowl of legal delivery mate I like, you should be I like it how you said legal the, <laughs> you, should, you should be able to steam in <laughs> off the long run and roll it over arm if, <laughs> like if there's a bloke if I'm at like a big meeting or something, not a meeting, but like a, I don't know, family day somewhere, yeah. and one of the dads comes in and chucks it, I'd near spew. <laughs> That's who needs like, to take the mate, merit about that it. Is, <laughs> that is fucking not yeah. on at all. Absolutely, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's just my opinion, mate. You know. I haven't seen it yet, but I just, I'd, I'd dread to see what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do. I'd have to go and sit him down and just have a word to him, ask him if he's all right. I think, um, I, think I could see you yelling across the pitch, not just like walking up to him, yelling across the pitch. Are yeah. you fucking serious, mate? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, it can be a dirty old bludger. Yeah. Just a sloppy delivery. Not not like good line and length or anything. Gets carded. Like, look, you don't even, the ball doesn't even need to go anywhere. Just your, your, yeah, your style needs to be at least. Overarm. <laughs> Throw up a pie. Just fucking keep your yeah, arms straight. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And you're That's reaching. Right. You're reaching the uh, the top the top tier dad level if you can throw down a leggy or an offy. Oh, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Oh, everyone's got to have a bit of spin in them. Yeah. I think. I think when I hit me third over, I'm spin. Yeah, we're going to make yeah. up for the lack of line and length. <laughs> yeah, first two first two overs are you know medium flop. And then um, when the hammy when the hammy start to tighten up, I'm an offie. <laughs> the hammy starts tightening up. <laughs> You've done well. Yeah. You've done well. Lasting to three overs. You need to drink more water, man. <laughs> I'm about yeah, no. <laughs> start cramping. I'm about three balls, yeah, and I yeah. start throwing in some leggies and offies. <laughs> yeah. yep, That's three probably balls. after fourteen beers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. There's plenty yeah. of water in that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, mate. Yeah. No, I really appreciate you uh, get, getting on tonight and having a chat with us uh, for episode 48, yeah, no pal. Dramas, boys. Absolutely yeah, love what you boys work, are doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, cheers, mate. Appreciate and it. Keep up the good slop. Cheers, Tommy. <laughs> nah, I will do, boys. Take it easy. Eh? You Stay too, pal. Stay out of each other. <laughs> See you. See you, mate. Bye. <laughs> Stay out of each other. Fucking <laughs> hell, that's loose. Oh, how good oh, was that? That's cool. Great chat. Mate, if you listen to their podcast, that's pretty much it for two hours. That sort of <laughs> chat for two hours. It's sick. I love it. Um, but yeah, yeah, he brought up some some really good points. And even from the lot, like sort of keeping with the theme of the Shit Dad podcast, we try to keep as much lighthearted as possible. But um, yeah, even what he was saying was good points even though there were some lighthearted stuff like yeah. staying out of each other and, yeah. and all yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. we, we hit some good keywords like staying calm and um, a healthy respect and things like that oh but even just as he said you know like okay to get on and have a binge like yep. we, we've all been like that but when does a big when does the binge become too much yeah yeah. and clearly it's when your kids suffer mm-hmm. totally so just yeah that's it I don't fucking sit here and you know, 
think about my diet or what I'm eating and, you no. know, making sure I'm as strict as I, you know, possibly can be. When mm-hmm. I say strict, it's eating the leftovers and not smashing the lollies and chocolates yeah. at work. It's, it's still in that, dropping a few beers through the week. And there's been very little exercise and I'm dropping weight. Yeah. Well, that's sort of what we are doing the, the dad's workbench for, aren't we? Yeah. It's, we're trying to get... What, we're trying to tell people what we're doing to make ourselves better so we can sort of bring on a bit of conversation, whether it be like Hef with the Smoko combos or, yep. you know, just any any sort of small talk or whatever. It, the boys are looking at themselves and going, righto, I, I probably need to make... Yeah. Even if I'm not losing 20 kilos, like I'm gonna, next week I'm going to have a week off the piss and make, that's going to be my 1%, you know. That's why we do it and that's what we really hope to achieve, get get a few lads out there thinking how they can better themselves. Right, Dad's two cents. Ooh. So we oh, we haven't done this before. No. Oh, we've chucked it out there. We've chucked we it just, out there, yeah, basically. Yeah. What, what we're doing, we throw a parenting question out to the masses and we see what other parents do in their daily life and hopefully any dads listening can find something that works for them that they can adapt to their own lifestyle. And this week we used, what is your biggest fatherhood challenge? I want to give a shout out to Dad's community on Facebook. Um, Those boys put the question out this week and I just thought it suited us to a T. Some of the responses they were getting were right up our alley. I haven't used any, but if you follow Dad's community on Facebook, um, I think you'll be very well off and you'll get a lot out of it. Um, So the two... Uh, the two answers that we got back this week um, from the question were pressure of providing. Mm. Now, this is a big one, isn't it? We touched this on a little bit with Hef last yep. week too, um, and it is massively. You know, like you're looking at stress, you're looking at anxiety, yep. and both of those things can lead to taking it out on the family. It doesn't even have to be physically. It just can be your demeanour, your attitude when you walk in the door. Oh, and it's the... Prof- the pressure of providing, it doesn't necessarily just have to be the money. You know, it's it can be the providing at home. Like, like Tommy and them were just talking, like, some parents, it's like, we'll wait for dad to come home. Kind mm. of, and it's just like, fuck, that's a, it, it is. It becomes that big, big stress. Do you know what I think a good um, provide that we could be doing daily that we don't really think enough about? We always think about the money when we talk about providing. Mm. But providing quality um, quality encounters, if you like. So yeah. every every time you do something with your kid, you're going to make it like quality in some way. Like throwing them an iPad or a, or a phone is a quick fix at the shops or yeah. like when you need to hang the washing out, but it's not something you do every day after lunch so you can have an hour to yourself. Like I, I feel like that's a fucking massive cop out. I want to bring up um, when back when I had a, a mowing business, <clears throat> when we talk about quality encounters with your kids, I never saw the kids because I was a fiery and then yeah. on my days off I was mowing and I just feel like I saw the kids like once a week. The wife was home but they didn't go to daycare. The wife was home with them constantly and I was just like, I felt like shit. So I ended up having to sell the business and I think a lot of dads doing that as a second or like having the second job, it's that they get affected by it almost immediately. Like that first hit of money is good. Like, yep, we were floating in, how good's this? And then they realise, oh, this is not worth it because I'm not getting enough time with the kids. Mate, that was a big um, school change for me. Mm. That was a big reason. I was leaving for home and, yes, there was a bit of traffic. And it wasn't actually that far. It was just because of traffic mm. down that Bruce Highway. Mate, you fucking only way in and out, of, you know, north and south. Um, 45 minutes on a good day. Bruce is a dog, isn't he? Fucking, that's a good day. Yeah. Chucking an accident, I would turn around and then call in sick mm. because that's how long it would take me to get to school some days. I was leaving before Bub was awake. If I had a training, like coaching was involved in this. And then, yeah, I was tutoring. It's, yep, it's good cash, good money kind of thing. Um, you know, afterwards, and a lot of those nights I was getting home and already in bed. Yeah. And then I sit there going... And now with with number two, I'm sitting there going, I'm not missing that stuff. Nah, not worth it. No, look, and that's why the big move was there is no coaching, you know, needed and stuff like that, you know, or after school. And yes, I still tutor, but it's on my terms. Yeah, yeah. The money, sometimes the money's just not worth it when it comes to family time. Well, not at all. You just sacrifice sacrifice a carton. Yep, 100%. You know what I mean? Now, the second second answer was time management. Mm. Now, I don't know how you roll with this. 
I've never been really good with managing time until I met my wife. We've struck up a fantastic little routine. Um, and I think that is the key. You must have a routine, I think. Mm-hmm. If you want to have any sort of time management at all with kids, you need a routine. Yep. All right. So she, like, for example, wake up in the morning. I'm like her alarm clock. So when I'm not home, she's up real late. But she'll eat her breakfast as she makes the kids' lunches. Um, Usually I'm not doing too much. Like I'm making sure the kids eat. I'm having a coffee in my breakfast, blah, blah, blah. Shit, daddery, and uh, She's not doing much, mate. Nah. Making three kids eat. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, stuff is It's fucking plenty. <laughs> yeah, so mum's mum's a specialty with the yeah. school lunches and uh, and the bre- getting the breakfast ready and stuff. I'll help get get them ready for school uh, while she's getting ready for work, and then everyone's out the door. Happy days. Yep. On the weekends, we all just muck in, do our own thing, but we have like sort of setish eating times, yeah. you know, like as you do. You not to. eating times, but it's sort of like school where you have like your, oh, yeah, it's lunchtime now. Come on, yeah. let's have a feed. But you need to for kids. Yeah. You can't just you can't just go, no. wait, 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 wait. You know, so, no, no, it, lunchtime's here. Like like you said, it's school. It, it's a routine. Yeah. And then dinner time too. Like you can't go, nah, don't worry, we'll just have dinner at eight. Yeah. No, you no. can't know. I'm sorry. If you want dinner at eight, you still. We're still a five o'clock dinner family. And the kids are three, five, and seven. Mate, we are, yeah, five, five thirty, just depending. Um, but then a lot of the time, so we'll still eat the exact same thing. It's still cooked then. Yep. But then we'll just go, if we're home, still sitting at the table. Yep. But we're not eating. We're still sitting there, we're talking and, yeah, you know, nice. it's like, that's good. Because we're today about this and whatever. There you go, quality time with the kids. Yeah. That's quality yeah, but, engagement. But time management, though, myself, <clears throat> yeah, I'm fucking horrible. Yeah. Like and that's the biggest thing. But I also sit there and go, and as a fucking excuse, we all use as an excuse. Nah, fuck, I can't go for that walk. I'm too busy. Fuck off, you can't. Yeah. Just wake up half an hour earlier. Right, let's get into a bit of expert knowledge here. So, um, what we're doing with expert knowledge is we hear a snippet of a parenting expert um, from people who are actually qualified to give parenting <laughs> advice. <laughs> I mean, our and then we take it, take it or leave it. Exactly, right? I mean, exactly. There's nothing behind yeah. it except we don't, our experience. We don't have a disclaimer, but we do need a disclaimer. <laughs> uh, but then we pick it apart, use our own expert beer fuel dad voice um, to get around it. So this week I'm using a clip on dad rage from Justin Coulson from the Happy Families podcast. Well worth a listen um, if you haven't had a listen already. I discovered through that is that self-discovery hurts. As I watched who I was becoming as a parent, I didn't like it. It was awful. It was hard. I was getting it so wrong. And those low points with the frustration and the exhaustion and the innate desire that I had and still have to use my power to get what I want when the kids aren't playing nice, it's horrible. It's just horrible. And so I wanted to share in this podcast a whole lot of things around anger management from both mums and dads because dad rage and parent rage it's a real thing we get exhausted a key line in um, the atlantic's article says parenthood unhinges people (laughs) and and it's not it's it's not gender related it it unhinges both mums and dads in this process and that like you said that sense of self-discovery becomes quite unsettling for all of us but only if you're willing to do the self-discovery i mean some some parents won't do that at all they'll just say my kids need to learn to listen my kids need to do as they're told i'm the unilateral arbiter i'm the one who knows everything here and this is just this is just kids being ridiculous and frustrating and pathetic so i totally agree with that this is like he's telling us not to do this, but that's, I reckon that's where your brain goes to immediately. Maybe not as just a dad parenting. You, you parent, you go, I'm the boss. This is just kids being like ridiculous, pathetic, blah, blah, blah. Any describing word on this gun. What's that called? Adjective? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> School. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think a couple of good key words out of that little snippet were um, parents get exhausted. We just get exhausted. That's all it is. Of course you do. Like, and your when it comes to dad rage, he's right. It does exist, and it is a thing. But it doesn't have to be. Like, it is purely our exhaustion getting the better of us. It's a tough thing to deal with your emotions when you are exhausted. 
And then you it's chuck a different in. part of the brain, isn't it? Of course you do. And then you chuck in the pressure that we just spoke about. You chuck in time management where yeah. you fucking are freaking out about how the fuck I'm going to fit this in. Yeah. Um, and then you just it's it's I don't even know if it's a parent thing. I don't. I think it's like a almost a human, human instinct yeah. where we go fucking boom, lose it, rage. But. That's the thing. It's that's us getting us being so exhausted that our brain isn't working properly. Yeah. And it brings out anger. So that anger is like our last emotion. Like it is it's an unnatural emotion. It's not something that comes to the front of our brain. That's that's not our first reaction. So no. if you're angry, your brain isn't working how it should work. You're just not well, I'll say you're just not thinking. Yeah. It's probably are you thinking too much? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then it's that's where the exhaustions come from. Yeah. You know, and there's plenty of ways to be exhausted. You don't have to be physically, you know, you don't have to be out on the on the job site or, you know, yeah. running around or whatever. Um, it can just be mentally. You sit there, you stare at a computer screen all day long and you mm. under the pump again, you've got all these deadlines and you go home and you're like and then the kids are being kids. Mm-hmm. That's okay. the biggest thing, isn't it? It's like so the kids aren't actually doing anything wrong. No, they're just being kids. They might be pushing the boundaries a little bit, yeah. but like that's what we we're talking about before. When you raise your voice, they should know that they've hit that boundary. I totally agree. But I think it's probably even more important for us as dads, mums, parents, whatever, however you want to look at it, just fucking people. If you are getting to that, if you get into that point, how do you recognise? Like, I think that's probably to try to stop it. Now, that's now you a, say that. Yeah. Listening to Coulson again, he's a good dude. Yeah. He's got some good points, and his wife as well on that pod, and um, he's got some ways to deal with the dad anger. That was later in that episode, and he talks about there's like five different, uh, five or six different mantras he calls them, um, mm-hmm. and a couple of them are like. You know when you're getting angry. There's no doubt about it. You're not thinking to yourself, I'm not angry, and you're like in the middle of a screaming match. You're not thinking I'm not angry. You're, yeah. You know and you're pissed you off. Yeah. So he's making a conscious effort when he's getting to that level to be talking to yourself in the third person. You're talking to angry you. You're being like, oh, Jesus, Nick, calm down. What are you doing? Oh, Why are you so doing this? Like what are you even actually angry about? Yeah. And it is extremely hard because I've, I've tried it since listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, you you try to do it because when you're at that level, you're not thinking. Like no. we said before, you're oh, using you, a different you're part not, of your brain. Yeah. You're not thinking properly. It's but not logic. Exactly, and you know, but you but you still know when you're angry, so you can pull yourself aside and go, "Come on, mate." What's hard about it? Um, just the the actual doing of that, or yeah. being aware of being able to do it, or hearing yourself talk to yourself in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hey. <laughs> Dave, you're not the Todd from Dave. Scrubs, <laughs> Dave. Dave, look at yourself, Dave. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> shh. Yeah. Nick, Nick, Nick. Shh, shh, Dave, shh. you're upsetting yourself, Dave. And then angry Nick turns around and he's like, shut the fuck up, I'm angry. <laughs> um, and another key word that I thought was quite relevant was kids just unhinge parents. 100%. <laughs> Do you know how calm you are when you don't have kids around? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and that's what's maddening. Why do your kids make you so shitty? Oh, it's... It's just crazy. Is it them just being kids and pushing buttons and trying to find that line? Yeah, of like, too far. I guess so. Like, is it expectation of what we have of ourselves as parents, and then we see what our kids are doing, and it's yep. changing it. It's a funny thing, and I work in a profession with kids. Yeah, we know it. So I come home and I'm like, oh, I see you're calm. So I see my I see my right back just having fun, and I can just see the missus at fucking end yeah. of the tether. Yeah, but I'm just sitting on. This is nothing. <laughs> Here we go. Now we're gonna ramp it up because I'm home because I'm just a bigger kid. Yeah, okay. But that's a fun. Like I see that, and it's a calm. But then there's those times when I sit there going, like, okay, I just need you to sit still to get dressed. Yeah, yeah. But then I sit there and I think to myself, and I always get shitty with myself about it because it's always later on, um, and reflect on it. So you going, she's three. Yeah. I don't have long hair. I'm shit at brushing it. I can do a simple ponytail. Yeah, boy. I fucking hurt, obviously, with her, or I've hurt her too much in doing it back mm. in you know times. So she plays up and she mucks up, and then I look back at it and I'm like, oh wait, hold up a second. I did that like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You know, mucked around and did that exact game, and you know, like they're they're the product of you, 
And I said, but then I, you know, we do. I'll get cranky that rage, dad rage, you know, like which is, you lose it. You raise your voice or whatever. I send it a timeout and go, no, nah, that's it. No, 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 I'm not doing that this afternoon, kind of yeah. thing. And you get to that point, and then sit there. And once you finally calm, and then you go, what the fuck was that about? Yeah, I do it all the time. Why don't I even bother? Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. okay. Talk to yourself in third person, Dave. It'll work. (laughs) Coulson said so. Dave, Dave, listen, look at yourself, mate. Look at that mirror. I've actually been dabbling in a bit of the old self-discovery gear Mm -hmm. in the last 24 hours (laughs) since I listened to that episode a a day ago. Um, Enlighten me, please. Now, right, you'll love this. Yeah. I've got a notepad in my little office there. And every time I have a negative engagement with the kids, and if if we're out and about, I'll put it on my phone notes, yeah. Every time I have a negative engagement with the kids, I'll write it down instead of getting angry, which sucks because all you want to do is get angry at the time. Like that, that's where you've got to catch oh, yourself. That's how you do it. Okay. Write it down. When you think you're going to get pissed off or ramped up, just don't because like we said, other parents aren't judging you. You just stick to your guns. Write down when you're going to get angry instead of getting angry and then you can reflect on it later and do what you do and go, she's fucking three, man. Like what is the point, you know? You do the same when you're about yeah. to complain to like a company or, yeah, or like you're pissed off at the missus and send what, whatever. Email, like you, you know, like t- write the email and then, and then delete send. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like and and that's the thing, you know, it's like you throw it or the other option is um yes, yeah, so, okay, and it's a bit of a different thing, you know, when you're talking to 10, 11, 12-year-olds compared to us as adults with probably 10, 11, 12-year-olds as kids and younger like a, a worry jar or, you know, oh, whatever yeah. it is, a concern jar, whatever that is that you are worried about, stress, chuck it in that jar, but then you spend time during the week where you look at it and go, was that really a problem? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yes, it was. I need to deal with it. How am I going to deal with it? What the fuck? Why was I doing it? So, like, I think it's on that that way, but it's, yeah, catching yourself, yeah. mate, beforehand. That's a good I like it. Definitely. Mm. Right. Let's fucking <laughs> let's lighten let's it up. Let's go. How about, we, we mentioned this earlier, the workbench. Yeah. We're going to kick it into the, the this week in fatherhood and the workbench. So we'll streamline it so we're not rambling on about our week. Yeah. We'll just go, but, 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 this is how we dealt with it. And then for the um, the workbench, we go, this is what we did to get 1% better. Well, mine's really quick for this week in fatherhood. Done. How, what was shit? <laughs> I, I got nothing. And this is probably. And how did you deal with that? It's fucking amazing. (laughs) No, look. What could you have done better? Oh. (laughs) Enjoyed more beers? Yes. (laughs) No, like, it it just was one of those weeks where obviously just things were awesome, which actually then jumped into. But no, I think it's actually the flip side of my 1% better, the workbench. And I think this is um, the reason why. And. it was a mental, mental thing for me, and people were going to be thinking, you're fucking crazy. But mine was all about uh, Miss Three, spending more time, obviously. Three yep. months old's taken a lot of our time, but I just jumped in and just said, nah, every moment that I've got at home, um, quality time. It's fucking, I'm using Quality because, engagement, me old because mate. Because of, um, love it. Because of what you spoke. But so the big thing for me was um, actually getting to finally go to a swimming lesson. Yeah, nice. Um, she. Got to go up in a class. Like oh, rung the bell and everything. Oh, she didn't want to. And it, yeah, it was a big thing, but whatever. Yeah. Didn't care. We still rang it and eventually. But but just seeing that actually, instead of seeing it on videos, actually seeing it in person. Yeah. Um, spending more time, you know, building that bond, playing with her, going on little adventures, even if it's just the shops. I was that dickhead on Saturday in the indoor playground. Shopping centre handball? Did you play that? No, did not play that. I haven't got to that yet. Do it. Come on, mate. So good. Literally, she's three. Yeah, true. (laughs) Um, No, I was the guy at um, the indoor one where you can climb through it and then it's a slide at the end. Oh, yeah, cool. Um, Yeah, so I was in there playing chase with her. Yeah, nice. So I'm surprised my body fit through it, but I got up and through (laughs) and did it. But it was Must be the less beers you're having. It must be. But seeing her have fun just... Made me happy, yeah. made me smile, seeing her and listening to her giggle. Um, and I think that was probably why I had less shit moments where I was like, what are you doing? Or raising the voice or, you know, what I could have done all better. Calm. So, yeah, um, having fun and 
that's what helped me. That's awesome, mate. Energised me too. Like I was actually happy to go do those things. That's a great workbench. Yeah. So what about you, mate, this um, week? Well, I'm really upset. Something happened today that I was so oh, – this isn't part of my workbench or anything. Yeah. Um, my kid, so he's a bit – like he's five years old and he has – not, not anger issues. He, he does have – sometimes he just – when he gets that anger point, he's not, like you say, you're not thinking, different part of the brain, he just says stuff. But usually other kids just like build it up, just grit their teeth and get angry and carry on a bit. He just says stuff. Yeah. This morning he said, I don't want a daddy anymore. And straight away, like nothing phases me, hey, like with the kids. I'm just yeah. like, fuck, whatever, mate, <laughs> shut up. That cut yeah. deep. I was like, oh, like straight away, I think I like, I felt like I got punched in the gut. And that's the yeah. first time as a parent where I've felt like I've been punched in the gut without actually being punched in the gut. And I was sitting there brushing my teeth and I'm pretty sure I keeled over a little bit when he said it. I was like, oh, (laughs) felt crook. But yeah, I I think um, it could actually work into my workbench where, oh, sorry, this week in fatherhood. So how I dealt with it, I ignored it. Yep. This probably helped because I was worked up. I wanted to fucking yell and carry on. I ignored it. And... I think that just stopped him in his tracks. You know, I was just, I pretended that he didn't say anything. Like, and he knew that I heard him because he was looking at me the whole time. And I just looked at him and went, oh, and like my face just went like dropped. And then I just turned around in the bathroom and kept brushing my teeth and just ignored it. Like nothing happened. So he got no bite. Yeah. He didn't get a bite and it stopped him in tracks. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I could have done anything better in that situation because um, I think if I, did get worked up and started even not worked up just started saying that's a horrible thing to say why would you say something that's what he wanted you know he's like oh yep got him sweet reaction as either that as a calm reaction yeah all right mate that's not a nice thing to say kind Mm. of thing yeah think about it or you go you serious or whatever or walking out kind of thing he's got that reaction he's Mm. like i got what i wanted yeah still like you were like that makes him the alpha if he gets the the, 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 yeah. Yeah, the response he wants, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I like that. Fucked though. if I'm getting knocked around by a five-year-old. Yeah, wait until I get on that trampoline. With <laughs> I'm going to double bounce into the moon. <laughs> um, my workbench. Bench. Yep, the go? bench. On the bench. Uh, literally on the bench this week. Oh, So I yeah. signed up to my second Unstoppable Series, Fit Stop. Um, we're doing the six-week Unstoppable Series at Fit Stop. Uh, starting next week, so crazy, yeah, this is the first week uh, that I've got into it. Back back into the gym, back at Fitstop, um, and yeah, I've, I'm paying for it today. Like I've still got the torn groin. I'm st- I'm still I'm just working around the injury. Yeah. Um. So not running or anything. Just doing like ski erg and and stuff like that. Too. So they good though. You just let them know. Yeah, they're and real good. Go. Yeah. I was. And that's what ran up. I mess when the manager messaged me. He said, "Do you want to come back uh, for whatever it was? I think it was one ninety nine for six weeks." Shout out, Fitstop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't think I can, mate. Got an injury, torn, torn my uh, my groin, and I've had it for about, I think it's eight weeks now. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Well, just come back. We'll look after you." And I was like, oh, "Yeah." I was in two minds. Did it. Sweet. Like got there this morning, and the owner and the trainer. Both came up to me and they're like, "All right, this is what we're gonna do." I was like, "All right, sweet, I feel good now." Yeah, yeah all right, so that's sweet. Good. So that's me workbench on the bench, and um, yeah, hopefully, drop. The, I'm back at work this Thursday, so um, that automatically limits my alcohol consumption. So that's pretty much out the window now. Just back to drinking on weekends, watching the footy, that sort of stuff. What have a can while I'm kicking the ball around with the kids out the back, that sort yeah. of gear. But yeah, feeling good about it. That's awesome, mate. Energy, energy. Right. Now, what do you reckon? Should we do it? I think we need to, mate. Give the people what they want. Shit that moment of the week. The time. How good is this? I am. Um, so excited. Sit here. Like just constantly just, all right, are we here? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It actually brings a bit of sadness to me though. <laughs> Why? Because it's the end of the show. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But I do love I do love finishing on this note. Um, as always, Shit Dad, brought to you by uh, Better Accounting down here in this wonderful office that we're sitting in. Um, don't forget down, to come down. Um, mention the boys uh, sent you and uh, they'll look after you with a $150 tax return. 
And um, as I said, we'll get with a couple of dad jokes, which we are still trying to find. So he hides them well. <laughs> I know. I've been looking forever. I still can't get there. Yeah. So look, we um we chucked it out there while we're while while we're on as well. Um, we've got a little uh phone phone line now. Get excited. So jump on. Uh, get the number. Um, from the socials at shit dad pod because I don't know it. The um oh yep sorry here we go go this is the shit dad share line if you have a name I'm still not sold on that name so if you have a name that you want it to be called please give us a shout let us know at shitdadpod at gmail dot com or at shitdadpod on Instagram if you actually I'm going to do this if you you submit and we choose your submission we'll send you a stubby cool shit dad stubby cool boom done let's do that this week starting this week with the two two guys we've got this week that sent in their shit dad share line submission to 07 30 40 95 45 that's easy to remember put it in your phone and when something shit happens or hilarious happens we're, we're not even going to limit to shit dad moments anymore now nah. it's just funny dad stories if you've got any funny dad stories or funny parent stories, send them in to 07 30 40 95 45. You just ring it up and leave a message. Anything at all. Like even if you just hear a joke, a great dad joke and you want to chuck it on. I would love to hear worth. some good dad jokes. Just please do. Um, we're starting to recycle them. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> episode 50, we're back to back to um, yeah. episode one's jokes. That's it. All right. So we have a submission. What do we got? Here we go. G'day, fellas. Paul here. Thank God you got this share line going because I really need some help. I'm a shit dad with two teenage daughters and my challenge is hair. How the bloody hell do I get control over the constant deposits of teenage girl hair all over my house? Bathrooms. (laughs) Loads of washing, couches, table, and of all things, a bloody barbecue. It's out of control. Not I need some help. Oh. Thanks, fellas. Okay. Well, all right, let's start with the barbecue. Why in the world is there hair on the barbecue? You had a cover. <laughs> yeah. well, you've done well to get your girls to be cooking on the barbie because that's the only way I can think of these um, this hair. Oh, hair mate. On the barbie. But yeah, I can, I'm feeling you. I've got a wife and a three year old yep. girl, and there's hair mm-hmm. a lot of places. Yeah. Get them to clean the drain just once. Yeah, I did that just recently, and it yeah. was crook. Oh, it's horrible. Oh. With the, yeah. So get them to clean it. Or just undo it and show them once you've cleaned it and see <laughs> see if they're going to help you out afterwards. We're just Love picking it, it up. <laughs> well, so we got any more? All right, we've got another one from Chris. How's this for a shit dad moment, fellas? <clears throat> I go to bed pretty early in my house about 9, 9.30. My wife comes to bed a bit later. But sometime between when I go to bed and when I wake up, a fucking circus event has occurred on the bed like up to two dogs up to two kids and then you know I'm a bit blue in 127 kilos and my wife isn't much smaller but it's a bit longer so it makes her look a bit sexier anyway that's what I tell her and so there's not much room on the bed and the other morning I went to roll over and there was something on my legs and I fucking swear to, swear to god it was my 30 kilo dog so I give it a kick and it grumbled and it fucking didn't move I thought she was just growling at me so I give it another fair wallop. Turns out it's my five-year-old son. I've just kicked him in the head. He sits up absolutely bawling his eyes out about, why did you kick me, Daddy? Why don't you love me? And oh. the only thing that was going through my head at the time is it's like fucking 3 a.m., dude. Why aren't you in your own bed? Anyway, shit, Dad, moment. That one's got a rate pretty high. <laughs> oh, that definitely does rate really high. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling him like at the end of the day we can sometimes have up to all three kids in the bed and you're like you have the worst night's sleep ever sleep ever and you're sitting there going fuck how do I get I end up just going to their their beds like but yeah 
Okay. I think your first problem, Chris, is you're letting the dog sleep on the bed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm actually pretty proud of you, Chris, for a young fella. He copped that first one like a champion. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you had to go back for a second. Takes a hit like a boss. <laughs> oh, fucking well done, young fella. <laughs> but we've all been there, don't worry. We. <laughs> I don't think I can top that, hey. I've got one, but it's just mine is tame compared to that. I, oh. Yeah, I didn't kick my five-year-old in the head. I, um, I was... Had my daughter today. She, the, um, the boys went to school. I have her at home on Mondays, and we just do like dad daughter stuff. So it's mostly just girly stuff. Yeah. And um, she had her Emma Wiggle costume on, and she had a little yellow flowery wand thing that she's like magic, magic, turn into a whatever. Yeah. And so like, and you obeyed and did whatever she said. Of course, said. every dad should. Yep. And um. I was it was magic magic turn into a cow dog sheep cat and I was just like I kept doing like a, the funny version of those things and she was laughing her head off I was getting so much joy out of how much joy she was getting out of it and then I got a little bit bored like I'm not gonna lie it was about 10 minutes later and it's the same thing and you're just like oh like I've got to gotta go to the toilet uh, like I'm a bit thirsty like I just I want to go do stuff like give me like a couple of minutes to myself I'll come back and act like a sheep I don't care but so I've gone, she goes, magic, magic, act like a um, a cat. And I was just like, like, oh, a, <laughs> so like fully hissing at her and shit. And then she's like, oh, magic, magic, turn into a dog. And I was like, like full scary dog, like scary face on yeah. and looked. And like, I didn't mean to scare her, but it scared the shit out of her. And so she's gone, ah, magic, magic, turn into a daddy. And I was like, oh. Oh, what happened? <laughs> she's like, came up and gave me a cuddle and started crying. Oh, <laughs> so you probably scared her. <laughs> I probably scared her. Oh. I was like, yeah, I felt pretty bad after that. I'm not going to lie. So, yeah. That's a, that's one way to get out of it, though. It is. Oh, oh, well, that's what I thought. I'd, yeah. But well, that's why it was shit because yeah. I scared the shit out of her. <laughs> so, okay. moral of the story don't growl at your kids or hiss at them. Yeah, don't just say three. <laughs> you put your dad rage into your growl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I um I've got mine before we we jump. I had a, we had a ripper sent in to us, so we we, we got a video with it. Yeah. Um, but we'll play the audio just after this one. But mine is um teaching Miss Three what life's all about. Oh. Yep. She wanted to race in the backyard. Story of life. Wanted to race in the backyard. Oh, tell me you didn't let her win. No, Good gosh, man. no. Nice. I tripped her to make sure I won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was essentially mine. I was not letting her win the race. So as we, we took off, she's doing little athletics kind of stuff at the moment, like a, a lesson on a Monday. She gets down into the, you know, on your marks, gets it like a proper sprinter. Yeah. And as she stood up and taken off, I just like took her, nice. took her legs took out. Her out. Yep. And just off I went. And yep. then I just cheered. Yeah. Sitting there going, ah, I'm the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Life lesson number yeah. one. Life sucks. Yep. There's someone bigger, <laughs> better, <laughs> and faster than you. And even if they cheat, it doesn't matter. That's shit data at its finest. All right. Well, how about this one here from our uh, listener, Matt? This is a great one he sent in to me. All the time. Ah. You're not nice. Never, B. ever. You never let me watch the iPad. Show me. Poo. Never going to play with you. Poo. I'm prettier than you. You're so Don't give your kid your phones. <laughs> It's a bit of background story. <laughs> it's his Miss Four. They've said no to the iPad, so she's grabbed the missus's phone yeah. and recorded that. Love it. My favourite part is... <laughs> I'm, I'm prettier than I'm you. Pretty. <laughs> That's brutal. That kid is ruthless and she's four. <laughs> oh, so oh. thanks for sending that in, Matty. It it's a good one. That's awesome. I, think. Yeah, I don't it. even know if that's a shit moment or if that's just... That's superb. That's great. Yeah. Standing your ground, no iPad. Love it. It is the shit dad share line. That is true. It doesn't have to be a shit dad moment. Nah, just a I dad think, story. I still that. I still think that was great. That's gold. I'll go back. I'm prettier than you. That's funny. 
<laughs> Love it. All right. All right. Any last thing? That uh, that brings us to the end of the gig. Um, since we forgot to do Dad's Corner at the start, I reckon we kick it into it now. Yeah, let's go. Let's put a bit of Dad's Corner in. All right, let's uh, support those guys that support us, Smashing Fibers. Use the code FIDDY, F-I-D-D-Y. You get $50 off your order when you spend $100 or more on the Smashing Fibers website. Get on it. Love it. Australian Dads Network are on tour, supporting dads and families across the country with vital connections, supporting dads' mental health while presenting a workshop called Breaking the Stress Circuit. Follow Australian Dads Network on Facebook for more. Righto, Dave. Any lasting dad advice, mate? It's just from my workbench this week, and it's just jump into that, um, I'll say quality encounters, now that they're my buzzwords after our, our, our night tonight. Um as much as you possibly can and you're going to feel better you know Mondays suck but I can tell you that it was um, much better today after having a good weekend with Little Miss so get on to it lovely mate what about you very wise Um, I'm going to say that actually mine comes from my um, this week in fatherhood as well and don't give them the satisfaction Mm. if they say something you don't fully agree with or it's just a See bomby thing to say, just ignore it. Don't give them the, don't give them the fuel. <laughs> you ain't winning, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Nah. What a dog thing to say. Nah, but that's oh, mate. That is top, top advice. So love it. Don't go to the dad rage. That's it. Righto, guys. Keep striving to make those relationships with your kids one percent more meaningful every week. Whether you take something away from our shit daddery or not, and remember, we're all in the same boat when it comes to fatherhood for the kids. 